Keep pounding isn't just a slogan, it's a way of life. Ice up, son. Ice up. They want to be the very best that they can be in everything that they do. I think when you have that mentality in the locker room, you can be special. When you have it with your coaching staff, you can be really good. And when it starts with your owner and it starts with your GM, you can be memorable. If I'm moving someplace and we're doing this in Carolina, the first thing I care about is winning. The second thing I care about is winning. And the third thing I care about is you guys are smart. So you, you win a lot of ways, and I don't like to lose it anyway. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the 7-0 Forecast. Matt and Wes recapping the Dallas Cowboys game for you guys tonight. Um, the Carolina Panthers fall short to the Dallas Cowboys, losing 36-28. to A uh, rally from being down 33-14 to late in the second half ended up falling short as the Cowboys converted on a uh, fourth down conversion uh, late in the fourth quarter to run the clock out. Uh, Wes, how are you doing? I wish we were here under uh, the circumstances of a win, but – I saw some positives to take out of the day and I definitely saw some, some glaring negatives and, and hopefully they're, they're wake up calls for the staff to, to, to make some changes. So, uh, but like I said earlier in, in the preview, I did not expect to come out of today with, with a win, just too many the, the, without Christian, without JC, I just didn't see them having enough time to adapt and, and get this win. So, We'll see what happens going forward, but let's talk about this game. Yeah, I mean, if you would have told me that going into this game that we would have held Dak to under 200 yards passing and would have held uh, Amari and CD to two and three receptions, uh, both respectfully, I would be very, very positive about the outcome of this game. Um, if you would have told me that we gave up 245 yards rushing, then I would ask you which season you're watching, because I would think that you're watching the beginning of last year, not this year, but uh, I don't know what the hell happened out there with the run game, but the the Cowboys gave us some different looks. They were more patient in the backfield. Zeke looked like his old self. Um, Tony Pollard was average six yards a carry. They put a, uh, an offensive lineman in the backfield as a fullback to add another blocker in there, which I'm pretty sure we probably weren't anticipating um, and probably caught us off guard a little bit uh, as well. Uh, those are the things that stand out to me. I mean, you first play of the game, um, we end up, what should have been a sack on Dak, and he ended up, you know, shuffling the ball to Zeke, and ends up turning into a, I believe, an eight yard, eight yard gain, something like that. Um, but I mean, that's, you know, you would like you like to see the tone set set like that early, and uh, I had high hopes, but um, we just couldn't get pressure. We finished with no sacks on the day. Um, just we, we we said going into this game that that Dak gets rid of the ball quick, and you know his his average release time is two and a half seconds. We we got a couple hits on him, but I mean, just unfortunately couldn't get that. That and losing the turnover battle, which is something that we mentioned again when previewing this game. Um, I think that all of me what did us in. I know we, you know, the officiating, you can say what you want to about it. It was it was horrible. Um, it, it wasn't great at all. Um, there were several misplays, excuse me, missed calls. Um, the, the Jeremy Chin fumble, that one right there was was blatant. Um, 
his forward progress wasn't stopped at all. You know, it's just a normal textbook tackle and he knocked the ball loose. So not really sure what the officials were looking at. Um, looks like they mouthed to, to rule on the sideline that they missed that one, that that one was on them. I don't know. It's, it's, it's disheartening. Um, but I mean, I, I like the effort. I mean, we didn't roll over and, and quit. Um, we did fight back. It's just the third quarter battles. I mean, the struggles is really what it is. It, just coming out in the second half and just being flat. I mean, I, I didn't like the field goal call. I would have liked to see us go for that, um, especially, you know, in Cowboy territory with the ball to start the second half, set the tone out, not be so um, laid back and, and conservative with that play call and then end up missing it and giving the Cowboys field position. I mean, damn near next to the 50. Now, and that's another thing. I mean, looking back on the game and throughout the game, I was thinking that Dallas really never started with the ball deep in their own territory. They always were getting possession on the 35, the 40. Um, they yep. were never backed up. And for some reason, we just – we couldn't never do it. And it, it's hard to get those stops and hard to get the defense off the field and, and give them a rest when, you know, the other team's taking over the ball on the 40 and they're just gashing those with runs. Yeah, I remember looking down in the third quarter – or, or so and just thinking god it seems like every drive they just have to get one first down and they're on our side of the field it, it's been that way it was it looked that way all day long um back to the the fumble drive you're talking about um for them to go up 13-7 uh almost 15-7 they got that one right thankfully i guess thankfully that doesn't matter um but there was also on the fourth and two when Dak had to scramble when Dak ended up scrambling for it Morgan got held like crazy um he was there for Dak and they missed that one too that, that there were there were two missed calls on that drive that that ended that should have ended that drive so that was um interesting that and that one really turned the tide that we get the ball in their territory on that chin fumble have a chance to go up for 10 14-7 um, and then we, we have end up, it just, it's a momentum shift. It, it, it changes the game. You're already leading that turnover battle early and Sam's not trying to force those throws. He's throwing late, hopefully, um, uh, to cause those interceptions and, and you might win that turnover battle. So. Yeah. I mean, you talk about that. I mean, Sam looked okay. He I didn't think he had a terrible game at all. I mean, he did have a couple misses deep. Uh, on a couple shots to, to Tommy down the sideline where he was held and that didn't get called. Um, I'm not really not sure why you're having your tight ends, you know, uh, running out wide and double coverage and you're trying to hit that down the sideline, but you know, whatever, I'm not going to nitpick about that. Um, and then another one, he missed Robbie deep where Robbie had him on a Sutter step where Dallas's secondary was playing up close and, and, and biting um, on, on the first move and the first read. So Wish you could have had that one back because I think that was around the seven-minute mark, so that definitely would have helped save a little bit of time. But, I mean, it would have been really nice to have one or two of those timeouts that we burned there in the third quarter um, for no reason, really just poor clock management. And poor clock management was pretty evident today. Um, I, I think late in the game when we had the 12-man call, I think Rule kind of did that on purpose because it was second and two and the clock was winding down. So he went ahead and just get instead of having to run another play and waste more time, um, sent Morgan Fox back out there. I think a lot of people didn't catch that, but that that's at least what I think he was trying to do. So, Yeah, um, I think – and you also talked about the field goal a minute ago. I, I don't – I did not agree with that call in real time, and and I don't uh, – I said I, f I feel like in retrospect people will take a look at that, but in I think in real time there wasn't really anybody saying yay or nay to it on Twitter or anywhere. 
but um, the 10, the 10 yards of field position make a difference there instead of going for it. Um, I mean, but if, if you're not going to go for it, if you're going to choose that route, which I don't, I think they should have gone for it. Um, pin them deep. We hadn't had them pin deep all day um, and put your defense in a good position to start off the half. And, and instead you put them in a bad position. They go down and score quick another three and out for us. And that, I mean, that was, that was the momentum right there was that missed field goal in my, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, you look at how aggressive Dallas was on, on offense. Um, you know, it really didn't help us that we only forced nine third downs for them. I mean, the conversion rate was good. I mean, we held them to three for nine on third downs. And then the only fourth down conversion that they had was that one, the triple option play call late, which ironically enough, Sean Payton ran that uh, against us as a, the Dallas Cowboys coordinator back in um, 03 or 05, one of the two. Um, so that's uh, Kellen Moore diving into some film there. Um, I, I mean, that, that, that play was just so frustrating because Brian Burns had Zeke, I mean, stopped for a four-yard loss, and we would have got the ball back. I mean, albeit we would have been pinned in our own territory about the five. But, uh, I mean, you know, it is what is a hell of a play call by Kellen Moore, though. I give him that. But – uh, overall, I mean, I think the most frustrating part that I'm looking back on it in retrospect now is that the the third quarter, how that went, just allowing 20 points and the defense just seemed to just not be able to get out of his own way and get off the field. And Sam just forcing those two throws. I mean, Diggs made a hell of a play on that one he picked off uh, with uh, DJ. But, man, I mean, just – Trying to kind of let the game get away from us there in the third, and then they're they're running defense. I'm not sure what the hell happened today, but um, that's uh, that's got to get got to get cleared up before um, before the Minnesota game at least. Um, Miles Sanders doesn't really worry me that much for Philadelphia. Uh, Jalen Hurts does, however, but uh, at least got to get that cleaned up here in the next two weeks. Yeah, and um, I guess one thing that that concerns me a little bit is do we get CMC back? Um, because that they were just able to kind of control the, the line of scrimmage while we were on offense. And, and I think with how bad the offensive line, our offensive line is, he at least commands a game plan around him versus a game plan of, of beating the offensive line. I don't, I, I don't know uh, a better way to put that, but I think CMC covers up some holes in that offensive line. No, he definitely yes. does because, you know, the other defense can't just send full house every time and, and full pressure. They have to account for, you know, the little dump offs to, to Christian when that pressure does come to Sam. And, you know, we don't really have that with Chuba or he doesn't have that relationship with him um, yet. So, I mean, it's pretty evident this offensive line is, I mean, atrocious. I mean, I don't know. Cam, Cam, Cam Irving got destroyed time and time again and, and we talked about the first few games how Irving actually looked like not the worst offensive lineman um maybe that was matchups because today he against Gregory to, for mainly but he just looked like a child out there he was getting beat left and right he was getting beat so bad he was trying to rip off Gregory's helmet and he's just like, I don't know what else to do but just pull his helmet off of him it's pretty evident. I mean, something's, I don't know, a move's not coming, I don't think, but, you know. It, there's there's not really, there's nobody out there trading away their, their good offensive linemen right the now. Only, so the, the there's only, not really one to make. Yeah, the solution is 
to either put Brady at the left side or Moten at the left side and put Brady on the I, right side. I don't think I don't uh, think they throw a rookie into left tackle midseason without right. the reps. I, I think, and I said it in the group message. I think if any move is going to be made like that that drastically, it's going to be Taylor to left and Brady at right. Um, but something's also got to be done on the interior too, though. The, yeah, I mean it. It's not going to be any better when Pat Elfine comes back on that left side. I would prefer he didn't come back personally. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's not not that right now we're doing any any better, but uh, let's see what let's see what Deontay's got. Let's let's do something. Let's hell. I'm not even opposed to sliding Cam inside the guard and see if he could because I mean he the film on him looks better at guard. One thousand percent in his career, the film looks better at guard. So slide, slide Taylor over to left tackle, slide, slide Cam in to left guard, Paradis at center, who didn't look great, uh, Johnny Miller at right guard, and Brady Christensen at right tackle. Run that run that for practice this week and see, just see. It was pretty evident there in the second half that Dallas started to feel more comfortable that they could get home to the quarterback, and you saw that pressure really start to turn up. And, I mean, that's when things kind of kind of started to get out of hand there. Um but I mean, so it's hard to, it's hard to make plays and hard to get rid of the ball when you have two seconds to throw it. I mean, they missed one offsides call there late, but on the halfback toss, the, the Chuba, I mean, the guy was in the backfield before, I mean, right when he had the ball, I mean, what, what can you do with that? I mean, this is a, a worry. This is a, a, I don't want to say this is the first legitimate defense because I mean, they're without pieces and they really didn't do anything crazy. Um, they just, bull rushed that was it i mean this is randy gregory not at 100 percent, just beating uh cam irving with a with a power rush i mean that's it i mean there was there was no special scheme there was no special moves it nothing. was just he just pinned his ears back and, and and he got after him and cam had nothing for that nothing it's only so much you can do um in the bright spot for the day is i mean dj Finished with uh, another 100-yard game and two touchdowns. Robbie's uh, targets have increased more. Um, he's up to 11 targets today. DJ finished with 12 on the day, um, eight catches for, like I said, over 100 yards. Um, yeah. And Brandon Zilstra with a nice catch there, uh, that 55-yard uh, reception late in the game to put us in scoring position there for the uh, last touchdown of the game for us. Um, and, and I thought Chupa looked good in the running game. I mean, yeah. Um, you know, he only had 13 carries, but uh, he averaged, you know, four and a half yards a carry. And I mean, he, he looked good by all means, especially there in the, the first quarter when they were trying to establish the run. Um, I thought he did some good things. Yeah. And there were a few of his, I want to say, I remember at least two that got called back for holding. He had six, seven yard runs that put us in good position on first down that they got called back. Um, I'll say this. I think, uh, it's time for me to apologize to DJ Moore. <laughs> um, I called him out essentially saying that I, I just, I want to see that, that next step to being a number one before we pay him. And, and I think he's taken that part, partly because Sam, he is Sam's guy. I think that, that doesn't, that, that can't go left unsaid because he was, he was not Teddy's guy, obviously. So that there, there's a difference there. Um, but I mean, again, to go out there and, and go eight for one thirteen against Diggs this week, that that is saying like I'm, I'm the number one guy. And granted, one of his touchdowns, he was wide, wide open. No, oh, yeah. there. But, but still, I, I think 
four weeks in a row of, of this is, and he's up to, is that three or four touchdowns on the year now? Two this week. I want to say it's four. Four touchdowns on the year through four games. I mean, he's, he's doing, I asked for the touchdowns and he's there. So, um, Robbie's 11 targets only amounted to five receptions. So I'd, I'd like to see a little, a, a little better conversion rate there. Uh, part of that is three or four of those were deep shots. Um, one of he did catch one of them, but foot was out of bounds. Um, I like that they're taking, taking the deep shots to Robbie, but, but would like to see some more conversion there. Um, and then a week, the, 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 the week following trading away your tight end for CJ Henderson, a move that I'm, I'm still a big fan of regardless of what happened today. Um, you, you don't get involved your third round pick tight end who by all accounts was becoming a big part of the offense. He gets one target 40 yards down the field, like you mentioned. Um, so that, that's a little just concerning from a scheme standpoint. Um, Ian did have three targets, three catches, but just kind of don't understand it. Yeah. Look, I mean, I'm not upset. I mean, about the game. I mean, the Cowboys are a damn good team. Um, you know, we, we talked about how good the offense is uh, and how hard it was going to be to stop them. And unfortunately, it was the other asset or the excuse me, the other facet of the game that that uh, come back to bite us in the ass. Um, the one that I wasn't really concerned about. So <laughs> just uh, a, a lot of bad film out there now for for teams to to, to get on us. Um, and teams are going to be you know looking at this film a lot and trying to figure out how they can replicate what the Cowboys did to us on the ground today. So that's a, a little bit concerning, but I like some things that Joe Brady did today. I mean, lining up DJ Moore in the backfield to run that Texas route on that, that touchdown that we talked about. Um, and I was wrong. That was uh, DJ. DJ has three touchdowns on the year, but um, yeah. I mean, did you think that Sam Darnold would be uh, making NFL history today? I mean, five rushing touchdowns through the team's first four games, the only quarterback in NFL history to do that. I mean, we've we've talked about it all all preseason that Sam was an elite rushing quarterback and that that's what he was going to do. I'm kidding. Um, no, I, I, I did. I did not expect that at all. <laughs> Opens up things for us a little bit more in the red zone, which is nice to have. I mean, if, if he's just going to score every time we get inside the five, I'll take it. Maybe I mean, what Teddy should have been doing last year. Maybe he should have. Uh, and, and it's certainly a product of the scheme. And yeah. yeah. And. That's that's a good thing, and and I guess I've got to apologize to Drew Brady as well because he is he has spread things out inside inside that ten yard line now, and and I love the play call. We were three for three today, or no, sorry, four for four today mm-hmm. inside that red area. So um, while early in the season it looked like he was going to try and and command that line of scrimmage that we couldn't command, he has now decided that opening it up and and getting creative with those play calls and, and the personnel and the, the, just what you do down there is, is, is how we're going to score. And that's what we've done. Right. And thankfully we got out of this game with no, uh, no more injuries. Uh, Hassan Reddick and Shaq Thompson were both banged up during the game, but both returned to action. So um, that in itself is a blessing, especially going into Philadelphia here uh, next week. Um, I, I thought as far as one more thing on the defense, I thought the secondary did, as good as we could ask for. I mean, Dalton Schultz got loose a couple times then. Um, the deep ball to Amari that CJ uh, gave up. I mean, I think that's just him. I mean, he covered it really well. I think he just dove a little bit early uh, on the on the pass breakup. But yeah, the guy who's kind of got him on the uh, he kind of got him on the double move just ever so slightly. Mm-hmm. But 
he recovered and he was just an inch short on that die for it. Sorry yeah. to interrupt. You, but no, yeah. no, no. But for I me, mean, for a guy in his first week with the team, I mean, I, I thought he, he did some good things. He didn't get a lot of snaps, but I mean. Yeah. And uh, I think the Schultz getting loose on us, it, it seemed to me to be a product of people not being in the right place. And and I don't know if that's too – at times we had two, two or even three guys back there who haven't really been in the mix yet because of injuries. Um, I mean, Henderson – uh, Bouye because of his suspension and did not play in in week three. So there were there were times where guys missed assignments and or weren't in the right place, and and that was evident on at least Schultz's touchdown and maybe a couple other of his plays that I remember him just being free across the middle. I just um, yeah. Overall, I mean, I don't know. Look, I'm not I'm not gonna be. Upset. I mean, this is year two of a rebuild, and we're three and one. If you would have told us at the at the beginning of the season, after you know four games this season, your team's going to be three and one. I think anybody who's listening to this and anybody who's a Panthers fan would have been like, okay, well, I'll, I'll take that. Um, so to see people getting upset, and the I saw some people getting mad at Rule and and just saying that you know this is just a waste or just being pissed about you know the outcome of the day. I mean, like I get it, I get it. You shouldn't be happy that the team lost, but. So, I mean, it's year two of a rebuild, and we're still leading the NFC South and uh, in the playoff picture. And, I mean, we hung with one of the top teams in the, in the NFC. So, I mean, there's a lot of things to be happy about. And this is – I mean, that defense was god-awful today. So, yeah, I mean, I don't and, think it could have played any worse and still still was there at the very end. Yeah, and this this schedule in the first half, as we said, is still extremely easy. This this was probably the hardest game of the first half and, until you get um, – probably to, to Arizona, like we said. Um, you've got a not good Eagles team. You've got a Vikings team that put up seven points this week. And they cannot play defense. Yeah, and it's and nor can the Eagles, but <laughs> no. uh, it, it's you've got two games coming up that are very winnable, and you can still be sitting there at five and one. This was the one that we – this was the one we said the whole time was going to be the tough one, and it was a one-possession game it looked uglier than a one possession game at times, but it was a one possession game. Look, New England's playing. I mean, New England's playing Tampa right now. Um, New Orleans lost today and Atlanta lost today. I mean, as far as the division goes, there's no, no harm done. I mean, we don't play Tampa until the end of the year anyways, when we play them two out of the last three weeks. So uh, we, we got some time to we'll just win the games that we're supposed to win and we'll be there in the end. And yeah. the stretch that we have coming up, I mean, it's, Philadelphia, Minnesota, New York. I mean, those are three winnable games. And so you win those, you take care of the games you're supposed to, and then you're six and one. And I think that's six and one going in um, to Atlanta. I'd have to double I don't have the schedule, schedule in front of me, but Atlanta, um, Atlanta, Atlanta and Atlanta is not good either. But yeah. speaking of speaking of New York and 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 the Saints, um, did you see that clip? From the overtime coin flip. Oh yeah, well, Jabril Peppers uh, called the yeah. called the coin flip. He called the coin flip, and he was like, "We'll take the ball." Yeah. Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and then they proceeded to march down the field and and took care of business. I mean, uh-huh. just, but I mean, they hey, Sean Payton got could that happen his, to a nice organization? Yeah, Payton got to put his his boy out there on the field and get a couple of rushing touchdowns today. Yeah, um, he also threw a pick, but we'll, yeah, we'll, they will talk, we'll about, talk that. about that. But that was a good welcome back uh, gift to the people of New Orleans um, in the, for the last year and a half. So I hope they enjoyed that. 
Oh, it's it's always there is always a silver lining to be taken away from a Sunday with a Panthers loss if the Saints also lose. Yeah. And it, it is the Falcons after the Giants and the Falcons and then the uh, Patriots. So the next game that you should be circling on the calendar should be the November 14th game in Arizona. I mean, Arizona took care of L.A. today, and I thought L.A. looked like the best team in the NFC last week. So, um, you know, just just got to – we'll have these tests along the way, but we just got to take care of business between now and then. And, that, I mean, that's all you can do. I mean, we'll – thankfully, like I said, the bright side is – there was no major injuries this week. We'll try to fix the run defense and try to take care of business against Philadelphia next week. Yep. And I mean, we're not saying that they are going to win all those games up until um, the Arizona game, but right. they're winnable games. And and I think that their teams, every team on that list is worse than the team that we played today. And having two of the next three at home is going to make a difference too. Um, I think just coming back and off the road, I mean, they've been gone for, you know, two and a half weeks um, since the New Orleans or New Orleans game. So it'd be nice to get them back home and um, hopefully take care of these two games and then be, uh, you know, five and one going into that game in New York. I mean, look, I mean, we could, <laughs> I mean, I'm obviously not being an optimistic right now, but I mean, that's eight and one going into Arizona. Yeah. And then I, if Arizona stays healthy and keeps looking like this, I'll, I'll chalk that up as eight and two, but yeah, um, that, 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 again, we're in a rebuild year. This is a year early. Um, by everyone's standards and and I mean hell I'll say it again people had us picking first overall in the draft and all these way too early mocks and it's just like come on people come on just just take one look at the defense you've got Christian McCaffrey you've got DJ Moore you got Robbie Anderson just no, stop being stupid this, it was this is a team that can compete for a wild card spot this year yeah and it was nice to hear uh our buddy uh Greg Olson say um Brian Burns is one of the uh uh, I guess it, one of the elite defensive linemen um, up and coming in the NFL. I think that a lot of people haven't been given uh, Brian his respect. So that's, a, that's nice of uh, Greg to be one of the first people to actually go on record and say that, try to get ahead of the curb, even I, though you I, shouldn't have to, but. Yeah, you shouldn't. But I kept getting mad at Greg. I wanted him to be a homer and he was just being as mm-hmm. unbiased as he possibly could be in a home to be like, come on, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, but there's... No, he, Greg does, Greg does a great job in the booth. He's one of my, He's one of even when he was still playing when he did the one week um, during the bye week. He's one of my favorites in the booth. Yeah, for sure. So I guess we'll wrap this up, um, and we'll be back later this week to preview the game against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Um, so once again, Panthers fall to three and one on the season with a thirty-six to twenty-eight loss to the Dallas Cowboys. So we'll be three and one heading into Philadelphia next week. Um, Wes, any final thoughts? Keep pounding. Yeah. I mean, it's really it. Just got to get better. Defense got to get a little bit better. Got a little bit too comfortable. That's okay. We'll catch you guys next week. Later.